Welcome to this week's episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. In this week's episode, the guys are accompanied by Specialist 4 Michael Jessen of the United States Space Force and Colin Keenan, a loan officer with New American Funding, in order to bring you the best information on VA loans and how they work, all while enjoying George Dickel Sour Mash Original Recipe Whiskey. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks, brought to you by the Mile High Perspective. I'm Jameson Amaros. Oscar Ibarra. And as always, we are here to give you guys a, a unique viewpoint on lending, real estate, and bourbon. Uh, today, we have actually a really cool episode. I am joined, uh, for those of you guys watching at home, by two gentlemen over here to my right, Oscar's left. We've got Michael Jessen and Colin Keenan, and we will get introductions uh, from these gentlemen. They're here to... Uh, Kind of help us go through what I think is going to be a fun, fun topic. VA loans. Yeah, um, I, I can't call them Michael. I oh, was that's part right. of Cardis and they engraved in me that I had to call him by his military ranking. So it'll be General Jessen. General Jessen. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. General Jessen. Just to keep everything kosher. Um, now, this so, guy, I don't know what that one called. He doesn't. Just a guy. Yeah, he doesn't. We can give a title. Yeah, we'll just make up a title real quick. What's yours? Uh, For the VA episode. I'm going to be Commodore Keenan. Commodore Keenan. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Very yeah. nice. I'm still like, you know, <laughs> sounds like something. No. I'd rather have your pronouns, you know? please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, to give you guys kind of an idea of what we're talking about today, we want to walk you through uh, what a VA loan looks like. And we wanted to do it from the perspective of uh, an active duty military member and from a loan officer standpoint, give you guys some good information on what to expect, different hurdles, how to apply, where to get the information uh, so that you guys, if you are active duty and you guys are going through the VA uh, process for the first time, if you guys have gone through it before and it's been a while, we want to be able to answer all those questions for you guys and these gentlemen today. Are here to help us out. So yeah. make it a little bit easier for you. Yep. I mean, it's not a hard process. A lot of people just get scared and your benefits are there for a reason. Mm -hmm. You served or you're still serving and they're there for you. Yeah. And we say it all the time, right? Knowledge is power. That's why Absolutely. we do this podcast. And 100%. to have you gentlemen on to, to give us some of your knowledge is going to be extremely fun. Um, we were looking at some stats earlier. I was talking to Michael. Sorry, uh, General. Yeah, you call Michael. <laughs> I'm going to call him General. Uh, respect. Out of... Uh, some of the things we looked up. So Colorado is the 11th most densely populated state in the nation when it comes to military members. Yep. Um, we have almost 640 per 100,000 residents. And we've got Buckley Air Force Base, Shriver, Peterson, the Air Force Academy, Fort Carson. Uh, so it's something that it comes up a lot. Um, Oscar over here has done a ton of VA loans in his career, both from a lending standpoint back in the early 2000s and then as a realtor as well. Um, so, you know, hopefully you guys take something from us and, and let us know, you know, if there's some information that you want us to touch on next time, we can always do a one-off as well. But, um, to get started, I want to let these gentlemen introduce themselves. So Michael, if you want to go and let the people know who you are, man. All right. Yeah. General Justin here. Uh, no, I appreciate you guys having me on, um, active duty, uh, started in the air force, went to the space force, woo -woo, hunting down aliens. Mm -hmm. Um, but have I you, guys, have you fought any? Can't tell you that. No, that so. um, I've used the VA loan twice now uh, in my short time in the military. It's a great benefit yeah. for military members. It's something that, again, Oscar touched on it. It's an entitlement. Take advantage of it. It's uh, It definitely is for somebody early on in their lives, their career. It's a great way to get started. So Yeah, we talk about leverage and VA loans give you a ton of leverage, which we'll get into here in a little bit. And, and again, before we 
thank you for your service. I uh, thank you. Yep. I didn't get to serve. Long story behind that. A lot of my friends are military. I want to say ninety percent of any of my charity work goes to the veterans because of you and them. Mm-hmm. We get to do this. Yep, we're here because of them. Exactly. And, you know. Amen. I, I, it, it's a it, it holds dear to my heart. Yep. Colin, what about you? Introduce them to yourself. Uh, hi, my name is Colin Keenan. I work with New American Funding. I've done multiple VA loans, and by far my favorite loan to do um, because there's so many benefits to a VA loan. That's definitely well-deserved for our military members. Mm So I'm super excited to talk about this topic and uh, it's, it's definitely going to be a good one. Yeah. I'm excited too, man. It's like, like Oscar said, thank you for your service. And any of you guys watching, thank you for your service. It's something that we we take for granted, except for those couple days of the year that it gets recognized rightfully. So, but I think it's something that, you know, it's, it's always top of mind. And, you know, we we talk about, heck, we were talking about how the Russia Ukraine war affects the real estate market. Well, we, like Oscar said, we can talk about that because of any yeah. of the active duty and retired uh, families, everybody that's gone through it. So. Take something we do for granted and try yep. to do it in another country. You're going to lose a hand, finger, or your head. Yep, exactly. But because of our, our, our military, we get to do yeah. what we want. All we do is we, we fight against appraisers, which compared to enemy combatants, it's pretty easy. So I think uh, we can bring up appraisers. Have you guys, guys. guys watched the show before? Of course. Beautiful. So you guys know that we do a bourbon review. That's why I'm here. Yeah. See, yeah, we trick I'm people here. to come on to this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're talking about real estate or something? Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll come drink some bourbon with yeah. us. Uh, by the way, we're going to ask you some yeah, real estate Exactly. Questions. We actually need some information from you guys, but yes, we're going to do bourbon. Um, so we have uh, George Dickel today. And um, George I'm going to go ahead and grab the bottle real quick. Well, he grabs a bottle. Um, this, this bourbon whiskey... Is uh is an interesting one for me. I had a my best friend that that passed away a few years back. It was his um his go to when we couldn't find anything else. He would just say, "Let's go get a little dickle, <laughs> a little dickle." And he's a, yeah, a little George Dickle. And 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 if you go to the Midwest or the South, they actually sell it pre made with cola. Really, they, dickle oh, wow. and cola at like a gas station. Yeah, yeah. That Make is your gas station, just like Jack and Coke is dickle and cola. So it down just there. comes in a can. It comes in a can, ready to go. Wow, rock and roll. That sounds like. But that George Dickel's. Uh, I was gonna say, well, Holland's cowboy boots are ready for that. We'll, yeah. we'll let we'll let the stack guy give you more information. But um, after about forty years from the Declaration of Independence yeah. was signed, this thing came into play. Yeah, and um, it's uh, it's quite the the rebel amongst amongst the whiskeys. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, again, we, we talked about this all the time, right? One of the reasons we like doing bourbon reviews is because of the story. And they all have a different story. So these guys, they were created, George Dickel was distilling in on his own in 1870. So like Oscar said, 40 years after the Declaration of Independence, uh, he opened the first distillery in uh, Tennessee in 1878. This is a sour mash whiskey. Um, so it's a little bit different of a mash bill than what we've normally had before. 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. Um, how much was this bottle? Do you remember? Uh, you could find Dickel between 20 to 30 bucks yeah. too. Like so, $20. It's not an expensive. Yeah. Another accessible whiskey that, you know, hopefully this one goes better than old granddad. Oh, you, guys old granddad. you know what? A couple weeks ago. I hope it's more towards the larceny side. And again, the mash bill is going to be different. Yes. Uh, most bourbons, 51% corn. Yep. And then it's going to be rye, wheat heavily weeded or whatever it goes yep and uh what's the mash bill on this do you know uh, on this one i don't believe it had it on there i want to say it was close to yeah uh, like i said a little bit of a rebel they, yep. they have whiskey without the e they're like we're gonna bring that what's up yeah yeah it's whiskey whiskey 
Whiskey. 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 I don't whiskey. Even have, well, there was enough ease in George. George Dickel. They were like, there's enough ease. We're going to take it out of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Their whole website is devoid. And of we ease. couldn't find any awards or anything. Except like for that. George so, himself. The man's got three in his first and last. And Tennessee's on there. So they were like, too many yeah, fucking ease. Let's yeah. take one out. You know what? We just, there's too many ease. Um, the one cool thing. So every time we do a bourbon review, usually they have a, a very specific way that they distill it. These guys actually chill their bourbon at 40 degrees because they believed that the best whiskey was made during the winter months and, and made it made for a mellow sip. Yep, exactly. So what they do is they chill this at 40 degrees, then they run it through a charcoal filter. So according to George Dickel, um, master of the ease, it should be a very mellow sipping, not a ton of burn to it. And uh, that is why we are here to try it. So I'm going to pour you gentlemen some. And From the Cassie that's it. Cascade. Yeah. So it's uh, right? the Cascade distillery Hall. is Cascade um, Distillery, Cascade mm-hmm. Hills, and it's made from the freshest waters of the Cascade Springs. Kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like Coors, right? So not water. Yeah, only like the freshest Palestine will do. Only, only the freshest will do. Yeah. And we have a lot of Coors today. Yeah, yeah. I know. See, this is taking about seven minutes longer. So oh. you guys are still we watching. Thanks for I'm sure we'll edit it a little bit faster. If not, this is uh, this is good. It's more like ASMR. I usually do this up against the microphone. Okay, I got the producer. <laughs> and and Charlie's behind the scenes today. He's here. He's just behind the scenes. He's gonna be the hand that the hand of God. The hand of God. <laughs> God always needs whiskey. Exactly. All right, boys. So cheers. Cheers and cheers. cheers. Thank Can't you for being to, here. Uh, Thank you. Taste this whiskey. Not gonna lie, first thing I notice is the color. Yeah. It's very amberish, yeah. right? Very light. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have that burn on the nose either. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's very light. It is very light. It's uh it hits you with everything it has up front mm-hmm. and then it just Kind of lingers, but it doesn't. What What was the proof on this? Forty. Forty. Sorry, eighty. Forty percent. Forty percent alcohol. Yeah, forty percent. <laughs> it's basically. So I, I do. Get it's a quarter's light of whiskey. That it is. It really is. Yeah. Um, it, it ends and it's just you. You. There's the, a little sweetness. The sour to it. just lingers yeah, afterwards. There's a little yeah. sweetness to it. It doesn't have a burn up front. No, not at all. That speaks to my soul. When yeah. We talk about uh, being light, like Coors Light. Uh huh. As I do love Coors Light. Uh, Easy. They're no longer here. They're in Milwaukee, so we're not getting sponsored. Maybe. I don't know. Now he's a Bud Light fan. <laughs> he's like, screw that. I like Bud Light. Wow. That really ruined my day. What do you guys, what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, this uh, light whiskeys and easy whiskeys to drink are my favorite. So, especially one without an E. Um, it's more simple, the better. It kind of hits with a little bit of caramel, like it hands up front. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes sour for me. Yep. Yeah. I, like, I don't know if I love it. I like it. Yeah. Light. Um, I haven't tasted the caramel yet. I got to taste it more. Yeah. It's it, it's kind of hidden in the initial burn a little bit. Right. I think. I mean, it's easy to drink. Right. And again, Which, we we always throw out the caveat that it takes a while. I yeah. Mean, we've, we've tasted enough to where we, we could pull out. The, it's not like, mm, it's it's flavorful and candy. It's It's more for me. The way I, I, I explain how I, I taste bourbons is how they, how, how you smell, yeah. right? Like mm. when you're mowing the lawn and it's glass clippings, you, you don't taste the glass 
taste it, but if you I hope taste you glass clippings either. You, grass, you, you've grass run over clippings. Something that I shouldn't run over. Grass clippings. <laughs> and, but you, you, if someone tastes like grass clippings, you're like, oh, it tastes like gra gla mm. grass clippings because of the smell. Yep. That's kind of how I taste yep. bourbon or whiskey or whatever. No, I agree. I'm a little disappointed. I don't, uh, I don't get that. Shut up. Don't do it. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, whiskey. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> Creamy mouthfeel. No, it's, it's more like a Clorox white feel. It's just, it's, this is racks feel different. Yeah, it just, just cleans the palate yeah. and just fucking move on. Yeah, it's not bad. So we'll continue sipping on it. And if you guys are watching from home or listening, by all means, tag along. This is 20, 30 bucks, easily accessible. So we want to do another whiskey that was, um, you know, you guys can go pick up really anywhere and not have to right. look too hard. So um awesome guys well as we get into the episode i just want to give you a little bit of a structure as far as what we're going to be talking about and I'm, we're going to walk you through essentially the beginning of the loan to the end of the loan uh, and some touch points in between so uh the way that we're going to look at it for those of you guys following along is we're going to look at you know how do you find your your va info what are some resources that you can use as an active duty member um member of the military that that is looking for where to go is it a one-stop shop or their websites we're going to go through that active duty and non-active yep. duty uh, we're also going to go through the regulations on VA loans because they are different than something like a conventional loan, and there's reasons for that. Uh, we're going to go through the documentation required and maybe some different things that you can get prepared early if you're in the process so that the process goes a little bit smoother. And then with any loan, and I feel with VA loans, because of some of the rules and regulations, there are some quirks and some different hurdles that you'll experience that you may not experience with Both a FHA or, the, or a uh, conventional. Uh, and we're going to talk about that too. So. Um, I think the, what I'd like to do is uh, talk to you, Michael, and kind of give us a rundown. You know, when you first, how did you first get the knowledge you needed for what your VA loan or yeah. your VA benefits required? Um, how did you find it? Is there an easy place to go? Where can people go to find that kind of information? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, starting out when my wife and I decided we wanted to buy a home, uh, a really good resource, at least for the Air Force, is the Family and Readiness Center. Every installation is gonna have it. It's a group of individuals you can go talk to and they can just answer those questions about getting you set up with, hey, this is what you're gonna need for a VA loan. This is how it kind of works. Go down, working with a specific lender and everything like that. Another online resource, Military OneSource, they have everything. Okay. So VA loan can really kind of walk you through it. And then obviously the VA website for those non-active mm -hmm. that don't have the ability to go to a base, talk to somebody in person, they can go to the VA website, get some information there, and okay. kind of start you off. Do you know? So you said the the MyPay website, right? My is my purse. My yeah. My purse and my pay will be okay. able to provide you. And if you're if you're no longer an active duty member, do you still have access to that website? I don't think so. Okay. No. So your 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 best bet once you're off active duty status is yeah. to the VA. Got it. So okay. going through them to get your DD two fourteen mm -hmm. and getting that proof of military service. That's going to be your okay. best bet. And the DD-214 is the proof that you yep. actually served, and that's what we kind of use as a, it's as like a benchmark. Discharge papers. Yep. Yeah. Like that. Your okay. record of service. Record of service. Yeah. Got it. That's awesome. And again, the term, did you did you have to wait before you, you, you purchased your home? A year, two years? Um, what was the timeline from when you enlisted and you, you actually? So it's really great. It's, it's 90 days. Okay. So once you start that active duty service, after 90 days, then that VA eligibility kicks in. So for me, I started at the beginning of 2020, waited a little bit because I had to go through training and everything, figure out where I was living. November of 2020, I had already bought a house. Okay, so boot camp, 
get situated, you have benefits. Yep, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, is it, um, when you talk about the on-base uh, resources, do they have resources for housing specifically that, that members can use? Yeah, absolutely. So they'll have a whole housing management office okay. that handles off-base housing, but then also handles on-base housing. So obviously I went towards the off-base housing. Yeah. That's where I asked my questions, got my resources. Sometimes, depending on the installation, they'll have some realtors that they'll mm -hmm. work with and recommend to you. Obviously, that's up to you on your own. If you want to decide, sure. hey, I want to work with them or if I want to go find my own realtor. Up to you. Yep. You can use us. Yep. We provide the information. And, and, and with that said, I was, I was part yep. of a program when I was with uh, ERA Herman yeah, was, Group. Yeah. It was it was called Cardis and they were, they were all encompassing. And Cardis, was, is, it's the relocation. Right. They did relocation, but it was also Navy Fed, USAA. Mm -hmm. So I was, again, that's why general. I was, I, I had to address the military as their ranking. Yep. That was part of the deal. So you can use who they assign you to. And really there's no perk, but we have a mm -hmm. set, you know, rules that we have to follow. Yep. So you can use anybody, but obviously knowledge is power. Like you always Absolutely. say, use yeah. someone that, that's done VA, that's familiar with it. And someone you like at the end of the day, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talk about all the time, right? And you, you've gone through the home process, the home buying process a bunch. Uh, we get all up in your business. Yep. So you want to make sure that you guys are working with somebody that you don't want to necessarily punch in the face every time you get off the phone with them. Uh, and Mike and I were talking about this off, off camera, but he wanted to bring up the importance of, you know, like Oscar said, interviewing yeah. who you guys are going to work with, right? On the lending side and the realtor side. And it could be something as simple as asking what their, their VA experience is, how they handle certain situations, what their experience has been with previous clients. And that's what we want to give you guys and arm you guys with some of these questions and data points and things that you can use as you do go out into your house hunt, whether you're moving to Colorado, you're moving from Colorado to a different military base because you got deployed, stationed somewhere else. These are things that are essentially 100%, no matter where you go, if you're in the military around a VA loan, you can ask these questions, use this information, and hopefully you know, have a good experience uh, with purchasing a home because VA loans, like Colin said, are fantastic yeah. uh, leverage. Yeah. So um, Oscar, you want to ask Colin just kind of around the, the regulations? I mean, <clears throat> what are some of the processes that, that you have to go to as far as, so we talked about two, uh, the DD-214, mm -hmm. um, and then there's uh, eligibility. We talked about that. What, what else or what do you look for initially going into the VA loan? Um, yeah, so you have your standard documents. We go income, uh, taxes, um, driver's license, bank statements. All of that's just going to be standard no matter what the loan. And then when you specifically look to VA, like what we do in my team is we'll go try to pull your certificate of eligibility uh, based off the information that we have. And we'll so try you have to access to pull some of their, their stuff. We do. Easier for them. Yeah, we do. And if for some reason we jump on the VA and the VA doesn't have their certificate of eligibility, then we'll get the DD-214 or whatever records that they have uh, to then go submit that to the VA and get that pulled and kind of start the process for them. But the big thing for lenders is we try to just make it as easy as humanly possible um, so that we do a lot of the heavy lifting and the legwork. And then whenever we need them, we'll call them and we'll ask them for whatever documents and kind of cross that bridge at that point. And so before we go, of, uh, before we move forward with this, um, I just have to say with my prior experience, I know there's a stigma behind the VA and it's usually on, on the medical side and, 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 you know, getting your benefits there or getting attention or, mm -hmm. or whenever you need medical attention. Every, any, any and every time that I've dealt with the VA and I've gone with, with some of the active military and non-active to the VA, they've been phenomenal. 
Yep. They were easy to work with. Mm-hmm. with. They, were, they knew they were there to help. And they were super, super, super informative and friendly. And it was just, we, we got it done. Mm-hmm. With that said, is there any difference in DTI, debt to income, and the LTV, loan to value? Um, that, that's the biggest one, right? The yeah. LTV. Yeah. So VA is the uh, one of the few loans that you can go 0% down and do full loan to value. Um, what they do is a funding fee with the VA because they don't charge mortgage insurance. And that's so that they can guarantee the loan for the veteran or active duty member. Um, Off the top of your head, do you know what the, the funding fee is? Uh, the funding fee varies depending on whether you have disability or whether it's your first time ever using it, um, whether you have multiple uses, whether you have partial entitlement. So it can, it, there's a percentage based on every single amount and anywhere from, uh, I think the new peak is 2.15 mm-hmm. and then all the way down to 0%. Um, so if you look at, if, if you're talking funding fee, if you guys are you know looking or going through this process or about to go through this process, they'll know that funding fee once they have the loan estimate, correct? Yeah. Once we have the loan estimate, like by the time we've even given a loan estimate, we have all those numbers right. worked out because we've checked your eligibility. Yeah. We've seen what your entitlement is. So uh, if somebody goes to get pre-approved with you for a VA loan, within three days, they'll know what that funding fee is and incidentally know how much cash to close they're going to have. Correct. And, and as far as rates, are they comparable to conventional, FHA? Uh, they are more competitive than almost any other loan. Um, depending case by case, you'll get some situational stuff that's priced out well. But VA, I mean, and that's another just huge benefit for, again, our veterans and active duty members is they are priced super competitive um, to try and give the best uh, opportunities to our um, service members and uh, take care of them the best that we can. So 100% financing, no mortgage insurance, and competitive rates. Yeah. I mean, if you don't use your benefits, please do. You've yeah. earned them. You've earned them. They're yours. Let's give a real life example. And I'm going to put you both on the spot. But Michael, you bought a house in August. Yeah. Home. Do you remember what your rate was? 5.125%. So 5125 in August of 2022. You remember what rates were for a conventional? <laughs> In for August, August of yep. 2022, we were in high fives. I lost five, eight, seven, two five. listings and eight buyers, so <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were like in the high sixes, oh, maybe yeah. seven and a quarter. I mean, it was were, it was, it was, it was stupid. It was yeah. high, and uh, and Michael got in at a five. What was it a five? Five point one two five. Five point one two five. Yep. Right. So when when Oscar says that VA rates are competitive, we mean VR rates. VA rates are very competitive. I think right now I looked. And Colin, I don't know if you if you have the exact stats, great. If not, no big deal. You guys should look it up. But right now, we're hovering at about a seven after yesterday's Fed's, Fed announcement uh, on a conventional loan. VAs are at like a six two. Yeah. Um, which yeah. that makes a massive difference when you talk about your monthly income and the fact that you can put zero down and not yeah. have mortgage insurance from your monthly payment. Mortgage insurance is huge. Even I mean, FHA just dropped, but still, I mean, mm-hmm. you're saving a hundred dollars with the drop. But altogether, you're still paying another 200, yep. depending on situational, right? So with VA, you're saving three to $400 a month, depending on the, the, the purchase price. Yep. Yeah, so well, like, and not only did huge. FHA uh, mortgage insurance drop, but in early April, the VA funding fee is also dropping um, by a few percentage points. Really? So, 
Yeah, it's just going to continue to save more people money. Uh, that's going to make me a new TikTok video. That is, yeah, Oscar's on TikTok. Oscar the realtor, if you guys didn't know that already. I, you know what? I'm new to TikTok. I'm new to all that stuff. I'm excited. I get I get like 10, 10 likes and I get excited. And Charlie's like, dude, you got 10 likes. Calm the hell down. Hey, that's 10 people that enjoy That's 10 content. people that like this video. Come on. Um, so to wrap this up, Colin, real quick, what I want to ask is uh, – and Oscar alluded to it a little bit, there is a stigma from a seller standpoint and a hesitancy to accept a VA offer. I've seen it, Oscar's seen it, we've Charlie's seen it. Um, give me just a quick overview of why the regulations are a little bit more stringent on the VA loans and why people shouldn't be scared. So the reason why VA is, I would I guess strict is mm -hmm. a little, is a better word to use um, is because they are doing it to protect uh, their people. They're doing it to make sure that they're not going to get put into bad situations or become house poor, not be able to afford the payments. Um, so there's different things. So like one is you can't use future income with a VA loan. Um, they are tighter around the appraisal process because they don't want a veteran or active duty member to get into a home that maybe has flaws that other loans can pass through. Um, there's a lot of just stricter guidelines mm -hmm. um, around a VA loan, but at the same time, once you get past those, they are one of the strongest loans right. uh, because they've been vetted uh, severely. Right. And just to continue to help their and with that said, members. It's, it's, it's stricter on the financing side, not, not for them. Yeah. Not, not for, for them. Not for them. For them, it's, no. they're making sure they're they're getting something that's. You're going to move in. You're you're going to be good. You're in a good situation. Yep. On 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 the veteran side or on the active uh, military side, they're they're getting something that's kosher, something that yeah. they could just move in and they're not going to have troubles with. On on our side is where it's a little more difficult. Mm -hmm. On the real estate side, it's it's the inspection, right? Right. It has to be moving ready. Yep. I mean, you can't you can't buy something that. He's a new deck. Uh, fix and flip, you right. know, has stuff like that. Issues. They, it has to be ready for his his or her family just to move in yep. and they're set. So it's stricter on our industry, but once it's delivered, it's going to get done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the tough thing is because there is a stigma out there about um, <laughs> there is a uh, stigma about how VAs are tougher to get done um, but the only reason that would even happen is maybe a, an appraisal comes back bad and an appraisal comes back bad and a va that's all I mean, loans though, right yeah that's all loans um, i mean mike what was your what was your experience was it was it difficult on 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 the document collection part or dealing with the va or, or getting your 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 veteran um or or you're still active yep. uh your 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 paperwork to turn in was it was it a, was it pain or or was it just you know just what, what they asked for, you were able to grab, right? Yeah, you know absolutely. Like in my experience, I've done two VA loans now in the past three years, and it's been super simple. You know, the lender asked for a certain documentation. Everything's really easy for me to get. Mm -hmm. It's all online. You know, you get your, your pay stub. You get yep. your DD-214 to prove your active duty or your military service. And then bank accounts, like every Very, very simple. Obviously, working with the right people helps. Mm -hmm. But as far as like the VA, I never even talked to the VA. Yeah, I've never, I've never had any experience with them uh, because I'm active duty, and I've gotten two homes, and I'm like, wow, 
I got two homes already. Right. That, yeah, like, exactly. it, was, it was like a snap of the finger. So, that was so, it. So would, um, would the Marine Corps be I, able to, I mean, uh, I can't speak to them, you know. I'm just kidding. I just said that because a lot of my friends I, are I'm, just, I'm gonna throw this out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said it. I'm just saying, he, he, he said it. He is the Air Force. He said it. There's Space Force. Space Force. He is Space Force. So, Semper I mean, Supra, always above. Listen, yeah, <laughs> but, it's above. So, Oscar, uh, hey, you know what? Stay away from bodies of water. Yeah, you just put a target. I mean, across the board, military, they're gonna take care of you. I mean, I joke around because a lot of my friends are are either Army or or the Marine Corps and you know, we have fun. Yeah. You know, they, they tear into me all the time. So I got to give them shit right now. They're not here, but they're, they're good people. Um, space force, you know, they're, they're, they're the smartest or the smarter ones. I'm just kidding. Guys. I'm just kidding. Again, uh, I'm but not, again, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, this is all Oscar. It's Oscar, not, it's not, with this one. Oscar, the realtor.com. If you guys have any complaints whatsoever. <laughs> no, come, come see me. Come see me. I'll buy you a drink. Um, no, but it's not, it's not brain surgery. I mean, it's it's the same collection of documents, and the VA will take care of you, right? Yeah, no, that's what I, that's where I'm getting at. It's not going to be really hard. And, it's, and your it's process more is good. Thinking about it and hearing about it is yeah. more daunting than actually, actually doing, doing it. it. Yeah. When you get down to it, and the lender yeah. says, "Hey, I need this," and you're like, oh, "That's all you need?" Yeah. Okay. No problem. Right. So, in your experience with your two moves, um, can you just kind of go over real quick? Just a couple of things, and again, look at it from the, the standpoint of somebody that's never gone through this process mm-hmm. before. What are some things that they can potentially prepare for, whether it's expectations, documents, et cetera, um, that they can get ready to make the process as smooth as possible? All your financial paperwork. So making sure that you have your LES, which is the equivalent of a military pay stub. Everybody has access to that. You get it twice a year. Okay. Very simple to access. Yep. And you can access that via my pay. Okay. Okay. Yep, that's the website. Uh, my PERS will have your DD-214. For active duty, you might think it's a little weird because that's what you'll normally get when you separate sure. or when you retire. But all it is is saying, hey, I'm serving in the military. I've served in the military. Blender's going to want that. For me. Okay. And then bank statements. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that honestly, like, and then if you have your spouse yep. or your partner or somebody coming in on the loan with you, just make sure you have all their financial documents. Well, I didn't have to jump through any crazy hoops, mm-hmm. but I made sure that I had all those documents ready. This way, when Colin, who did my loan, yep. my last loan, when he called and he said, hey, I need this, I need that. Cool. Here it is. Super simple. And we talked about it off camera, but if you have to get something like, uh, you know, the DD, what is it, the DD? 214, right? When you go on the website, there's no waiting period. It's, no, you, you, you put the request, in, put in, and request then, in and then it comes to you. Right. So it's not even like somebody has to plan ahead and go, okay, I'm going to need this in three weeks. You guys can get it. Yep. If you're if you have access, for sure. And, and there is resources because if you do Google it, there is, I think, third parties that will try to help you, and they're like, "We'll we'll mail it to you for in within a week, or we'll get it in yeah. its timelines." But if you're if you know where to go, yep. Who do who do access them from? It's immediate. Now exactly. it could be different if you're either retired or discharged. Right. So if you're retired or discharged, you're going to go through the VA for that because yep. then you're not going to have access to the My Pers website. But you're going to go through your VA, mm-hmm. VA.com, I think is yeah. honestly what it is. And then it's a pretty similar process. Okay. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, General, but there is people allocated within the VA to help yeah. veterans, right? For sure. For sure. Like liaisons I, for all this. Absolutely. One thing that a lot of military people don't take into account is all the resources that we have. Mm-hmm. And you go to those people, they're, they're paid to help you. Right. You know, take advantage of those resources. 
for these VA loans. They're ready to help you. They'll pull your DD214. Yeah, they do this all day. Exactly, exactly. I think it's an it's almost analysis, paralysis by analysis. Yeah. You have so much, so many different resources to go to. Yep. You don't really know where to start. Well, well sure. again, this is another, another segment of what real estate is, right? Yes. The general, the masses, the, the consumer, they don't do this every day. Right. So it, it's deer in headlights. All right, now mm-hmm. what do I do? Same in the military, right? You're, 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 you're in the military to serve one thing. Yeah. And then when it comes outside of that realm, well, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. That's right. what the VA's in place for. And so we're in place for as well. Yeah, it's what we're in place yep. for. If you, if you dealt with VA's, you know what? There's liaisons for this. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're not active duty, if you're active duty, we've, we've helped other active duties. This is what they did and know that the VA is there to help them, or this is how you acquire those documentations. It's not hard, but it is something new to you. Mm-hmm. This, that's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah. Then this, the, the VA part of this is to educate our men and women that's out there fighting for us. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, lean on, lean on those individuals, right? And for sure. Michael, Michael said it a couple of times. It matters who you guys work with. Yep. And again, you know, we'd love to tout and say, Hey, use us when you can, but our ultimate goal is to make sure you guys are armed with the ability to ask the right questions of your lender and your realtor. And we understand that, you know, buying a home is or selling either one is right. a daunting experience regardless, right? That's it doesn't matter if you've done it one time, 10 times, you've never done it before. So lean on those individuals yeah. because we're here to guide, right? If we don't know the answer, we'll go find it. If we do know the answer, you know, Oscar's got a great story and I don't think he can tell it in two minutes. Otherwise I'd let him. Uh, where he had to knock down the door of a bank they to, restricted get, me on time. To, to get <laughs> VA benefits uh, for one of his clients. And that that is what our job is. It's, it was a wonderful experience. You know I mean, mean, I sat there literally with the VA manager and she got on the phone with the bank that I was using and said, no, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they, they said, well, you need to talk to someone at the VA. And she said, I am the VA. Yep. They're there. They're your advocate. Yep. And that's our goal, right? Like, is, is, and we, we're, we're going to beat this horse to death, but as a military member, like you guys have been in the trenches and we thank you for your service. Let us repay that just by fighting for you guys on, you know, buying or selling a house. Like that's, that's We're what our job you. is. And, Appreciate and, it. and we want to make sure that, you know, if you don't hear from us, it's, a, it's an easy process and we want to make it as simple as we possibly can and give you guys as much information as we can. So um, that being said, there are quirks to every transaction, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure we all have stories of different things that have happened. So, um, and we can start calling with you. When we talk about a VA loan, what are some of the unique things that you guys look at that are different than like a conventional or, or an FHA? And I know you touched on it earlier, but debt to income is different on a VA loan. Yeah, so debt to income is a big thing around, let's say conventional loans or FHA loans. Uh, it's measured at a certain percentage. Now that number can change depending on the credit file. Um, but let's say for a conventional loan, best case scenario, your back end max you can go to is a 50% uh, debt to income. What your back end debt to income is, is all of your debts, monthly debts, credit cards, car anything payments, anything that credit. reports to the credit bureaus um, as a monthly payment, in addition to the mortgage combined against your income. And that's the big thing there. When you talk about VA loans, you can move that number. Uh, and that's because they use something called a residual calculator. A residual calculator calculates household. Um, so how many people are within your household, mm-hmm. kids, wives, or spouses, 
Um, kind of like an affordability, affordability program. Right? right, yeah. So what they want to do is they want to take into what they think the upkeep, upkeep of the house is going to be, um, what each family member to make sure that there's money that's to be able to support your family. And then they still add in your monthly debts and um, different things like that. So we see debt to income ratios. Ooh, I mean, I could give you a crazy number, but to make myself sound uh, some have plausible deniability here is, I mean, we've done we loans. We love plausible deniability. Yeah, we've done loans with 60% Especially in the Space income. Force, who can't tell us what he does. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've done loans with 60% debt to income and some even higher. Yeah. Uh, just Mine wasn't that high, was no, 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 it was not. <laughs> so is it still based off credit like other loans? So credit definitely plays a part. Credit plays a part into what your rate's going to be. Um, credit plays a part into maybe some uh, tighter guidelines that mm-hmm. happen. Uh, we can go all the way down to 500 credit score. Um, we have to get it manually underwritten uh, with my company. Um, but typically you'll see the 580 is kind of your range, 580 and above. Uh, you can get a lot done. So that. real quick, I and, wanna, and that's it. And I want to five eighty is great. I want to I want to highlight that that's right? low because there's a lot of people, and we talk about credit all the time on this podcast. And one thing, there's a lot of people who just don't understand how it works. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are afraid of their credit, mm-hmm. and they have in their head because they use Credit Wise or Credit Karma, <laughs> whatever, yeah. saying that I either can afford more than I think I can afford, or my credit's trash and I can't afford anything. So the fact that when Colin says credit's just a part of the whole equation and they've done loans as low as a 500 credit score, yeah, your rate's going to be higher, right? But it is a possibility. So depending on you guys' goals, especially from a VA standpoint, I guess the point I want to make is it doesn't hurt to ask and to figure out if you are hell-bent on, hey, I want to buy a home for my family, for myself, whatever it is, but hey, my credit score is under 600. We just heard 580 is when you start getting, but they, you can go all the way down to 500. And, yeah. and 580, there's been some issues there, major issues. Sure. I mean, 580 is, I mean, you're talking, yeah, uh, collections, mm-hmm. uh, repos, stuff like that. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a whole nother segment we could do on that. I mean, foreclosures, mm-hmm. short sales. I mean, three years after you can still do it. 580 is a very, very low credit score. Obviously, if you have lower, we'll give you a game plan. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a game plan so you can get up there. But 580 is super attainable. Mm-hmm. If you just paid your credit cards on time or, or whatever's on credit on time, you should at least be high sixes, low sevens. So to be a 580, there's been some some hardships and, and, and it happens to everybody. Everybody's had them. Everybody's had them. Everybody has them. And, and, and to be a 580, it's it's going to be some major hardships. Yep. So just inquire on it. Yep. Yeah. And, and you don't, again, you don't know if you don't ask, right? Like you don't, you don't know if you don't ask. Nope. Well, and one of the big things, especially with myself and my team, is we don't take no for an answer. Like I know that I've caught myself into bad situations, and my own credit score has been uh, severely, yeah, severely compromised. Um, and so, like, we understand that stuff, and to try and we're not going to judge all these people. Score. Yeah, no, we're we, going to help you. It's, it's a number. Life happens. Yeah, it's just a number. Absolutely. Right. And so the the answer is how do we get you through it? Um, So, and and the other thing with being a lender is like we're almost financial advisors to Mm -hmm. kind of take a look at the big picture of, hey, worst case scenario, we can't get this done right this second, but we're going to tell you and we're going to create a battle plan of how we're going to get it done. Um, You create timeframes, create 
Uh, well, different you guys have you're a team do. Yeah. That, that does credit repair. Right. Right. Yeah. We so, have a specific team that again, does that. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt Colin, but it is very important that I want you guys to understand that if you have, you know, subprime credit, credit, it's okay. Right. Like that is why we are here. And, you know, we want to, in, in Colin's explanation of, hey, here's how we get this done, you know, let's transition and, and, and ask you, Michael, you've gone through it twice now. What are some of the things to expect, you know, when working with a lender? Have yeah. you guys run into, you know, unique hurdles or different things that people should be aware of? Was it a pain in your butt? Yeah. No, I, definitely not a pain in my butt. Was it nervous? Yeah. Right. You know, it was exciting. Absolutely. It's an unknown. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're sure. buying Ferraris every day. It's a big, it's a yeah. big, yeah. yeah. I mean, Have you personally run into anything that's kind of quirky or weird or different that people should be aware of? Uh, the one big thing that we noticed was the longer wait time. Okay. You know, I think uh, VA is about 45 day close or so. Okay. Just because the appraisals are a little farther out. Is it? Uh, yeah, Depending. I mean, situations can definitely happen. Yeah. So I think when I was going through it, yep. um, VA was kind of backed up for appraisals. Sure. Yeah. So then it was like, all right, we're waiting, we're waiting. Cause I know that with the VA, they want to be more strict, stringent. They want to have our backs as military members so that we're waiting, we're waiting for that appraisal to come in, mm -hmm. that appraisal going to come in close to what we're paying. Right. You know, so that was a, that was a little unnerving nervous you know waiting so for that so so but the appraisal is going to be a little more stringent yeah and the inspection right yep you have there's different guidelines on both again the house has to be moving ready right yeah yeah they so, want they have our backs which is a good thing to know because i don't want to move into a house that you know two months down the road i find out that it's uh yeah. air conditioning is not working yeah, you know exactly. the floor is going to fall out yeah. things like that yeah and the inspection period is different right because in, in, in va which this, and i think this is different than conventional oscar will fight me on this because he did have an appraiser that thought he was an inspector but that's a different story <laughs> i know i'm gonna fight you i want to fight him <laughs> um but when you talk about an inspection period on a house and we yeah. did one on your house actually yep. right that is you can have any inspector right go through the house and, and give you things that need to be done should be done etc cetera, etc cetera. you go through that entire negotiation process but from a VA standpoint, the appraisers are looking almost like inspectors as well because right. they're looking at what we call habitability. Yep. Right. So in your case, you know, we did a full inspection on your place and there was a couple of things that we wanted to get fixed. Mm -hmm. But then the appraiser would come in and if they had seen different things, that would be something that would be on the seller's uh, plate right. or a negotiation piece of the transaction. Right. Because right? so the inspector may or may not put stuff in their notes that has to go to the underwriter, but right. the appraiser is hired by the lending company yep. that goes directly to the underwriter. So they're gonna look for stuff that may or may not be on the inspection stuff, right? Yep. So they're the ones that look at that, which uh, I'm gonna ask again, we're, we're talking about the quirky things. You said you're on your second your second home. Yep. So we need to tell everybody that you, you don't have to, just because you use your benefits once, right. they don't go away. No. They'll, they'll replenish, it's like a purse, right? Yeah. Yep. So what does that look like? So for me, uh, we bought our first home, we ended up selling it. And then when I went to go buy my second one, I was like, oh, I, I can still use the VA loan. It's not like, you know, it wasn't it a one, one, one time yeah, deal. One done. time deal. Uh, and the great thing is you can use it multiple, multiple times. I've heard people, you know, five, six, seven different yeah. VA loans. So that's a great thing that a lot of people are like, oh, well, I use my VA loan. I'm right. done. Yep. No, you can absolutely use it more than once. And then Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but you can use it 
and have another one active as well. As long as you're under a certain threshold of money price, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's that an you can support. amount yep. that, that you yeah. get as a benefit. Right. Yeah. There's a uh, X amount that's as an entitlement, and you can split that entitlement up among multiple properties if you needed to. Yeah. So, so if you do that, and I'm just asking you guys, right? So if you split it amongst it, do you have to cover the difference? Uh, yes. Okay. So I think that's that's something important because we I'm going to go back to interest rates real quick. Yeah. Five one two five. Right? Yep. We're at high sixes, sevens right now. Yeah. One of the big things we had, and I, I looked up the statistic, Statman, mm-hmm. uh, last week. So sixty percent of outstanding mortgages, and this encompasses everything: VA, conventional, FHA, are under five and a half percent right now in the United States, which is why we have this, I call it the great stalemate a couple of episodes ago, where people just don't want to move because they don't want to go and get, hey, I'm going to sell my primary residence and upgrade, but I'm going from a 4.25 to a seven. Well, VA loans are unique because they can be assumable. Yep. Right? So, Colin, I don't know how much experience you have with assumable loans, but the big thing to understand is if you are a veteran and Mm -hmm. you have entitlements, you can assume a VA loan yeah. on a primary residence and get it at that interest rate. If it's a 3.25. Service member to service member. Service member yep. to service member. You just have to come up with the distance. Is that correct? The difference. So. It does eat up at that purse though, right? Yes. Wow. Okay. So here's the deal with assumable loans. All loans are assumable. You thought you were going to get away with an easy question. <laughs> <laughs> All loans are assumable. Uh, the specific thing where it gets weird with VA loans is a VA member to a VA member switches entitlement. So you're assuming General. Michael's loan. Uh, you're going to assume his entitlement. If you're another VA member, you'll just flop it Thank to you. yours. The kicker is if you get a um, non-veteran, non-service member, uh, then you would be eating up Michael's entitlement. Uh, so if it were to be just a... a I don't want to say a random person, but just somebody that doesn't mm-hmm. have entitlement and you were to assume Michael's loan, now his entitlement is tied up in that loan until they either refi or they sell the home. Um, so assumable loans are, are tricky. Uh, and I, I get that they are a hot topic, especially in today's rate environment. Um, they're definitely possible. Uh, and they are amazing if you can get one done. So what's the benefit on, on a, an assumable? Let's let them know why we're talking about the assumable. Yeah, so assumable means you're taking over the loan that they had previously. With the rate. So if they had an, a loan that was a 3% interest rate, you can assume that 3% interest rate. The technical, Which is huge. It, it's huge for marketing of the property. Yeah. It's huge for the acquisition of that property. Yeah. But it has to make sense. 100%. The only technical part is you just have to cover the difference um, of whatever the net equity is. So if their loan's three hundred thousand, they're selling the house for five hundred thousand. You have to come up with that two hundred thousand dollars either in cash or have somebody that can do a second loan mm-hmm. on that uh, difference. Or, or a great example is transfer equity, right? I'm yeah. selling a house and I have two hundred thousand dollars to play with, and there's a assumable loan on the table. Hey, I will get that three hundred thousand because I'm buying a five hundred thousand dollar house. Right. Now I'm getting it for three percent, and I'm just transferring the equity of the sole, the sale of my home into that, and I'm set. Yeah, and I think Correct. that's a that's a good point to make because right now, even with the interest rate rise over the last you know since September, August, September, we still have record amount of equity in yeah. the United States yeah. as far as homes go. Right. 100%. So this is more for uh, you know VA uh, 
eligible individuals, if they have a current residence, that can then sell their residence and use that equity to make up the difference. Yeah. It's huge. So if you're looking to upgrade, obviously, if you're a first time home buyer and you're using the VA, it's a little bit more difficult unless you have a stash of cash. But this is for those individuals that have a primary residence, have lived in it maybe for five, six, seven years and want to upgrade, have three or $400,000 in equity because of the run up of home prices, especially here in Colorado, that can then take that, use that net proceed, and then put that towards the difference of uh, the home or even put part of it towards the difference and get a second loan so they can leverage that money somewhere else. Yeah. And as long as we're on the topic of the, of the purse, um, the story that that I was gonna uh, that I was gonna tell that I'm gonna go in detail because Jameson will throw some at me. Um, Facts. So uh, the the client I'm had, throw a creamy mouth. <laughs> yeah. The client had a foreclosure or a short sale on it. So yeah. there was the allocated amount that he bought for the home. Let's use a hundred thousand dollars for example. Yep. So he has a purse of again for the sake of this conversation five hundred thousand dollars to play with. That's his entitlement, right? So he used a hundred thousand dollars to buy this house a few years back lost it to a short sale or foreclosure. Now, all they did was take that $100,000 out of that purse, but he still had $400,000 to play with. He still has $400,000 that's entitled to him to use in whatever he wants to buy another home. It doesn't ding him. It doesn't say, no, you can't use your VA benefits anymore. Your right. VA benefits are still there. You're just not going to be able to use the $100,000. Yeah. Well, and there's situations that arise for anything. And in, I cannot, and I, and I know you guys have talked about this at, uh, at length is when you're working with somebody who either a knows the answers or will find you the answers you never want to feel like you're working with somebody that you're having to do the, a lot of the legwork for and working with a good team that'll kind of give you all the options and the best options to suit your needs and maybe it is an assumable loan so maybe it's not an assumable loan uh maybe it's va maybe it's somebody who's already done va but has their entitlement uh, tied up and we'll find uh, different solutions for you to get you into another loan. Like no matter what the question is, the point is to get presented multiple options mm -hmm. and find whatever is going to be a best for you and then talk through it with them to make sure that they understand it. Um, and you're just getting the best situation possibly here. Again, beating a dead horse. Knowledge is power. If you don't know, ask, and it's going right. to be every file is different, but there's going to be stressors in it. Mm -hmm. Our job as realtors and as lenders mm -hmm. is to make that stress level as minimal as possible. And if that involves drinking bourbon with us, you know what? We'll buy the bottle. So Cheers. Beer, right? yeah. um, so I want to book up this conversation because this has been very information dense. Um, and I appreciate both of you guys' insights. Uh, one of the things that comes to my mind when it comes to just military members in general mm -hmm. is moving. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Because you guys don't move a lot. Do you? Yeah, it's never. I mean, right? I mean never move once in a while. Uh, so <laughs> if three we, year, if we have years. somebody that's listening or watching that wants to purchase a residence, but then goes, "Man, what if I get deployed in the next three years? What do I do?" You. Mm -hmm. and this is why I want to end with this because I think it's a perfect scenario. You know, we bought your house in August. Yep. Right. And where are you going? I'm going to Italy. You're going to Italy, baby. Woo. You still can't Woo. tell us what you're doing there. No, no, no. But you're going yeah. to Italy. <laughs> Classic. No. Uh, and when do, you get, when do you guys move? September. So you'll have been in your residence for essentially a year and a month. Yep. So if that's the case, what, what do you have to say to, you know, military members that are, that are hesitant about buying something mm -hmm. and then saying, well, what do I do if I have to move within a year? Yeah. So obviously you can always sell. 
which we talked about. We decided. yeah, we definitely talked about. Obviously, prices didn't go up. It wasn't the right right option for mm-hmm. us. Great thing with military is homes okay. A lot of military members don't know about this. This is a rental site vetted by your military base housing office. They literally will go to your house, make sure that it's up to par for a military member to rent it out. Then you can list it on that site. Hardly anybody know about it. Like they all That's go to huge. Zillow. So what? Well, I didn't know about so it. Hold on. That is huge. One more time. I want to highlight this for you guys. What is yeah. it? Homes.mil. Homes. Vetted by military resource, the housing management office, the manager will go out. They will check that home, make sure it is up to snuff for that military member. And then they will, before it's even listed on that, then they will put it on there. So with us, we're renting our house out now. I put it on homes.mil. I had to go talk to the housing manager office, tell them, hey, this is everything that is. This is what we're including. All the specifics of our house. She had to come out, check out the neighborhood, check out the house before she let it go on the site. So that's a really, really, Which really is great resource. Because you go to Zillow oh. and you get a 3D tour and some pictures taken <laughs> yep. on a Motorola Razor, and you go, Well, I don't know, do I want to live here? Does this enough to support my family? But the yeah. important piece is Michael owns his primary residence. Yep. And there's not a restriction on him renting it out. No. Even though he bought it with VA benefits. That's right. huge. That's huge. And and a quick plug for us is that there's two bases 30 minutes away from. Colorado Springs is 30, 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Buckley's 20, 30. So there's a lot of active and non-active military yep. here. You have to know what you're talking about. Yep. And that's huge. I didn't know that that, that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. So now he's going to go to Italy, do his things, come back. He still has a home, either now investment or he comes back and leases up. He still has his house. Yeah. And that's, there's that's the options. thing, right? Because yeah. people are nervous. Hey, I'm going to buy a house, but if I get deployed, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And essentially what you're saying is, you guys have a vetting office yeah. that allows you to rent. Yep. And now you guys work, you know, took a look at rental rates in the area and mm-hmm. decided based on, you know, what you guys were, were your mortgage payment, HOAs, utilities, so on and so forth, and found a rental price that, that worked for you guys. Yeah. But again, and Colin, back me up, there's not a there's not a restriction on being able to rent out a house if you have a VA VA loan on it. No. Right. Well, let me touch on when you start the process for your VA loan, it has to be your primary residence. Correct. So Correct. I can't get a VA loan and say, hey, yes. I'm in Colorado, but uh, I'm going to use my VA loan on a beach condo in Florida. Correct. Right. So Which that is, where that that's, is one stimulation. And that goes right back to those regulations that yep. they want to make sure. Right? Yeah. And they want to make sure people aren't getting, buying up rental units for zero down. Right. Yeah. If it's your departing residence, totally right. Yeah. Now this was your primary residence. You have to wait till the lease is up. So if you go hang out on the beach of Florida while this is being paid off, not a restriction. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there, there is options. You're not 100% tied and you do have options. And then there's the ultimate option. You could always sell. Yep. Yeah. And we talked about right. that. That's why I wanted to bring one of my clients to talk about it because like I said, we bought the house in August and we had conversations around, does it make sense to sell? And yeah. really it, it didn't, right? For how quick they were moving, where home prices were, make having them rent it out and i didn't know about the, the website and one more time for those of you in the back what is it homes.mil with the s h-o-m-e-s dot mil not like whiskey without the e it's homes <laughs> with the s dot mil yeah. um super important and it was an open and honest conversation and they are now in a position where they're going to have a rental 
while they're in Sicily. Yep. Hunting on, aliens. On deployment, hunting aliens, hunting right? Aliens. So and it's, it's aliens not from Earth. Yep. So you you could rest assured. So it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where we just want to make kidding, sure you guys know kidding. you have options. It's not, you know, if you do buy a residence and you are living in it and then something happens and you get deployed, you get promoted or something changes, yeah. it's not the end of the world. And on top of that, we now know that there's resources that you guys can use as military members that will actually help you rent it out, vet it, do all those different and things. And that's yeah. just it. I don't, I don't think the, the military knows how many resources they have. Mm -hmm. They have way more resources yep. than your average American. Yep. You just do. That's why we spend so much money on our military. They're going to take care of you. The stigma of the healthcare is ridiculous. I'm sure there's a, there's a lot going on there. But outside of that, you have resources. Tons of them. For cool sure. guys. Well, listen, I, for one, have learned a ton. Yeah, I didn't know that there was a rental. <laughs> like, there's there, there are some cool things we talked yeah, about. I've been so in the industry for a long time. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys coming on and yeah. sharing your wealth of knowledge. It's been amazing. Thank um, you. So you know, hopefully, you guys watching have learned have learned something and taken away something. But now, what we're going to do is we're going to do a one rock takeaway. And essentially, it's just a very quick one or two sentence biggest thing you guys either mm. learned or took away or want somebody to take away from. And I'm going to start with Oscar Ibarra over here to start us off. Been in the industry for a long time. I've been part of the active military um, vetted agents. I didn't know there was a rental. There was an option for that. It's you crazy. know, I, it, I, I always offer the option. Yep. You know, I, I don't go in and say, hey, I'm going to list your house just yep. to list it. Now that I know that there's a vetted personnel that's going to go in and say, hey, we're going to go look at your property. We're going to get another enlisted or, or military personnel in there. That's awesome. That's my one rock takeaway. You Love always it. have options. And that's a new one for me. Love it. Colin? Yeah, uh, make sure you vet your people that you're working with um, and know that there's other options out there uh, rather than just the one that's given to you. Love it. And, and this is Colin excited, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That, that's him excited. Kermit the Frog voice. That's okay. He's excited right now. Just Colin the Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Uh, when we hey, post this video, I'm just going to superimpose Kermit the Frog. I'll get a One thing about me is you get one speed. And, you know, you'll never be yeah, caught off guard yeah. uh, that some other guy is going to be coming because it's just predictability, baby. Yeah. Like consistency <laughs> is key. Uh, Michael, what about you, man? What, use your resources. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of people do not use your resources. Use your resources. There's so many out there. That was one thing that why my family and I, why we joined the military. Yeah. Because there are so many resources. Love it. So that's my big thing. Love it. Uh, mine is get rid of the stigma around VA loans. Mm. It's, it's come up a couple of times over these last few months. Uh, I'll leave you with this takeaway. Finance loans. Sorry, let's let's do this opposite. Cash offers and cash uh, purchases are seven times more likely to fall under and fall out of contract than finance loans. That that's that scenario is even larger when you take into account VHA or sorry VA and FHA loans because of how stringent they are. And my rock takeaway is knowing that the VA loans are there and the the requirements are there to protect our military members and make sure that they're making the right decision. Yep. So that's mine. Awesome. Thanks, yeah. gentlemen. Thank you. All right. Now the fun part, right? And you <clears> got to <throat> do this a little bit because our producer's yelling at us for taking He's waving long, his hey, <laughs> It's been a ton of information. So if you yeah. guys are still sticking with us, thank you. Uh, we are looking at, do you, do you want some? Yep. That's uh, what he, he, wants, <laughs> he wants a little bit the more hand. nickel. So nickel. while he's pouring him, we got to do, do our rock rating. So again, 
the less amount of rocks, the better the bourbon or whiskey. Yep. So, and that goes with if the, if if the juice is trash, you're going to put a bunch of ice. Yep. If it's good, you're going to want a neat or maybe one rock, right? So, the less rocks, the better. Yeah. This one, I kind of take in consideration the whole gamut of what this is. Um, Story is not too crazy. A uh, bit of a rebel. Um, it's been around for a while. Markability, you don't hear a lot out here in Colorado about it, but down the Midwest, South, there's more George Dickel going on. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it, for the price point and, and, and flavor, it, it's solid. It's, it's not yeah. too complex. It's pretty clean. It's pretty uh, subtle, really simple. Gets the job done. And, you know, all in all, I'm going to include the price point. I'm going to give it a four. It, 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 there's nothing that I'm like, ah, I don't yeah. like it. But price point, flavoring, you get what you get. I'm going to give it a solid four. Cool. Calm. Uh, the rock rating, is there a max and minimum here? Uh, one, one to ten. ten. One to ten. Yep. And this ten is, being, yeah, we're like, not using like sonic ice and dumping this there. <laughs> yeah. under ten being, you know, you siphon some unleaded gas out of your car yeah. and it's like, oh, this is crap. Yeah. For, for, for example, I think we rated the, the old granddad, which was so far the worst whiskey we've had. Or like a Sam, I don't like yeah. to hear that. Yeah, that was like a because okay. So my take on the granddad was I watched that video, everything explanation until you guys actually tried it. So the explanation was like, man, I have to try that. Yes. So and then you tried without it context, trash. you're welcome. Yeah, I see where you're, you're coming. You're welcome, yeah. granddad. So, yeah. you got yes. some people buying some bottles. Yeah, yeah. but bonded is great. Anyway, so based on that, it's one to ten. What do you what do you got? Um, I'm gonna steal Oscar's four rating, okay. and I would say that. I would 1,000% drink this straight. Um, however, I know that adding a few rocks to it would definitely make it. And I am a whiskey and cola guy. So uh, I can already tell that this with some cola oh. uh, would be a uh, 10 out of 10. It, it would be a tailgate drink. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we've said it in the past. Jack belongs in Coke. Yeah. This exactly. in Coke, it's like... Whoa. Yep. Yeah. Cool. 100%. So four? So four and a four? Four four. Michael? General? <laughs> General. Thank you. Thank you. General, General Justin? I know, I now I know why you guys turned off the uh, heat in here because, you know, they wanted it served cold. So now that I'm freezing, it tastes a little bit better. 40 chill, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, insider secrets. I have today, too. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm thinking three rocks. Really? I don't know. Nice. Yep. If it's uh, just, you know, coming to me. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Three rocks. All right. Perfect. Um, I am going to, uh, yeah, if I take price into account and I can buy this bottle for like 27 bucks, it's smooth. And I'm going to compare it with a couple larceny? of 20 to $30 bottles that we've had. I, yes, it, it reminds me of larceny. It's cleaner than larceny. It's a little bit cleaner than larceny. So I, and I think we gave Lars, you guys gave larceny of, I think I get a four or three, four or three. Yeah. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with like a four and a half. Um, I can drink it neat. I could put this in cola. It warms me to the center of my soul. It's just, it doesn't have a complexity Jesus. to it, right? You, you get what you get. It's like Colin's monotone. Like, you know yeah. it's coming. Yeah. You know it's coming. <laughs> it's, I mean, from start to finish, that is where it is. Yeah. You, you know what so, you're getting with Colin. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, are you excited or are you not excited? You know what you're going to get. Hey, our yeah. producer gives it a five. So Charlie, Charlie you guys have seen, right? He's producing today. He gave it a five. Uh, for I'm just going to word it for him. The same reasons. <laughs> All the reasons <laughs> yeah. he gives it a five because uh, he's not on camera, but he gives it a five. So, 
Um, well, guys, I appreciate you guys coming on. Yes, thank you. Spending some time with us and, and spending some time. Hopefully, you guys watching at home have gotten something from it, especially if you guys are military members. Please reach out to us. And when I say that, I'm going to give you guys our contact information. So if you guys want to call us at the Mile High Perspective on YouTube, the Mile High Perspective, search us. Uh, we, we introduced last week. We dropped the video, the uh, YouTube channel mm-hmm. a couple days ago. So it is live. The Mile High Perspective. If you guys want to get a hold of us via email, it is R-E-S-O-T-R at milehighperspective.com. Phone number, which goes to all three of us, is 303-578-0263. Bring that. You'll get a hold of one of us and we'll be able to help you out. We'd love to to you know help you guys in your journey. And then, um, Colin, how can people get a hold of you if they want to take a look at some lending options for VA? Yeah, so you can Google Colin Keenan, New American Funding online. You will find a picture of a bald guy. I clearly have hair now. Um, it was a whiskey. <laughs> Listen, they said I come at the monotone. I do like to throw some flavor in there. You know, I love it. Kind of change my I style a little I bit. But seven two zero two zero two five three nine nine. Call me, text me. Uh, if you have any questions at all, even if you're not ready to buy now, I'm more than happy to help. Website email. Uh, email Colin Keenan. Colin dot Keenan. C O L L I N period K E E N A N at N A F I N C dot com. That's nafhomes.inc. And then you can check out my website. It's Colin Keenan at newamericanfunding.com. And if you want to hit us on the social media, because Oscar's involved in TikTok, mm-hmm. Oscar the Realtor. Uh, on every across the board, Oscar the Realtor, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Beautiful. And I am found at the Colorado Real Estate Guy on all the same platforms. Um, so again, thank you guys for tuning in, for listening. Gentlemen, thank you guys so much. General, uh, thank, thank you. you. Thank for, you for your uh, service. For instilling it and let's Come cheers it. And uh, catch us next week, guys. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and for the weekly video version of this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Mile High Perspective.